Welcome to Biz Nation, your home for micro and small business help. Join me, your host, Kerry Zarb, as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. So it's time to sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. Let's go. On today's episode, we have the lovely Adriana Slattery from the Property Society Australia. Adriana lives in Wollongong, New South Wales, and has forged her path from a working background in the fitness industry and owning her own fitness centre, and now lives the laptop lifestyle with her family of hubby and two young boys. This entrepreneur has persisted through the COVID-19 times to launch her business with her passion for property and investment. Welcome, Adriana. Thank you so much, Carrie. What an intro. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. A um, little bit chilly where we are, but I shouldn't complain. No, you shouldn't complain <laughs> because it is way colder in Melbourne today, let me tell you. I think we're on a top of about 13 degrees. It feels like the wind's coming from Antarctica and it is very wet outside as well. All right, so let's hop into the episode. Um, I have some interesting questions for you. And my first one is, what is a buyer's agent and what do they do? So a buyer's agent works on behalf of the buyer when you purchase property. So the old way of purchasing property is changing. This is a, a very Americanized model, but it's slowly becoming a thing here in Australia as well. And as it stands, the vendor actually has the upper hand when selling their property because they are represented by a listing agent. So I'm not sure if you've sold a property before, but basically you'd go and go and visit a listing agent um, and they would then take your property to market. Us buyers agents actually come in and we source different properties and we shield the buyer from the negotiation, from the sales tactics um, and give them, you know, insightful information to go off of as well. Yeah, so we leverage relationships that we have with listing agents to match property with a buyer. That makes sense. Now I understand. That's awesome. That's really good. So essentially you're in the buyer's, you're on the buyer's side, you're um, advocating on their behalf um, and you're helping them like a consultancy kind of um, position when people are entering the property market. That's exactly right. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it because traditionally real estate agents are there with the, the seller, you know, the vendor, as you said, um, and then moving into, you know, being the buyer and being in that position, having someone on your side would be really helpful. Well, it's crazy, isn't it? Because when you think about it, you wouldn't go to court unrepresented. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's just, it's crazy. I, I remember purchasing my first property and thought, but hang on, I don't have a really good deal here. I'm up against this professional who's been selling for a long time they they've they've got me emotionally now how do i kind of backtrack and and try and get a good deal exactly exactly okay so where is the housing market at right now based on um so many changes that everyone's going through where where do you think the the market sits at present yeah look such a big question um and one that i've I've had a lot of um, feedback on um, in the last couple of months, but what I've actually found 
through CoreLogic and RP data, so some data research houses, is that we know that we have reprieve from the government. Um, so I think people are sort of sitting back and watching to see what's going on. Um, we don't yet have a lot of distressed properties hitting the market because um, for that reason that they've got the reprieve from the financial institutions that they're with, their lenders. But buyer activity is up and realestate.com uh, real has actually um, had an article come out not long ago about buyer activity increasing. They've seen a lot of searches starting to happen again, um, which, is, which is good news. And um, yeah, I believe that the properties that are being sold, so auction rates are up as well um, and clearances are up. And um, yeah, they are being sold at the moment off market though. So having a buyer's agent on your side would be of great value at the moment because there's a lot of work in having to know and understand different listing agents and that's how they're offloading property at the moment with um, the restrictions on uh, open houses and auctions. But yeah, um, what I've found is that some vendors are seeing some really good savings. Excellent, excellent. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I could see that starting to happen in the property market. Of course, I think, um, you know, everything's still early days and, you know, certainly changing times ahead. But um, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Thank you so much. Um, so is now the right time to buy or should people be maybe holding back, watching this space, you know, what's, what's your advice to those that are thinking about entering the property market or those that, you know, might actually um, already be in the market, but looking to, you know, add to their portfolio? Yeah. Uh, again, a golden question you're asking. I always go back to um, my little saying of if you're ready to buy and you're in a position to buy, then it's always a good time to buy. Because if you ask people 20 years ago whether it was a good time for them to buy, they'd be saying yes right now. So there's a few things happening at the moment. The New South Wales government, I know, is looking at abolishing um, land taxes or stamp duty. So a lot of people are thinking, well, if that happens, then, then that'll be the right time. Um, but the thing is, we all know that they give and take, right? So wherever they'll give, they'll also take. Mm -hmm. And people are worried about unemployment rates. But the issue is here that unemployment isn't a driver of house prices. So if you're waiting for the bottom of the market at now, right now, you'll, you'll never really understand or be able to predict where that bottom is because it's only in hindsight that we look back and, and know that that was the bottom of the market. So... Uh, we have a lot of markets in Australia and it's all run by different um, sectors and different industries. So Australia is such a, a big mass of land that our house prices are driven by a lot of different policies and, and different um, industries. So if you are looking out for distressed properties, so there's a lot of different strategies you could be using, but if distressed properties are what you're after, then I would probably say you'd have to wait. Um, until restrictions have lifted and um, pauses on loans are lifted to pe for people to really understand what their financial situations are. Um, but 
if it's investing that you're looking to do, then if you're in a position to buy, there are already purchases being made at the moment that are 10 to 15% under market value. Wow. Wow. That's, um, that's interesting that that's already happened um, to that capacity, but it perfectly like makes sense what you're saying, because there's a lot of, you know, lenders out there that are might, that are doing the, you know, six month reprieve and, and, you know, easing up on, on their customers and trying to help everybody through, you know, this pandemic. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense at the moment that the market probably hasn't shifted too much, maybe, maybe just a little bit. Um, so that's a, an interesting segue into my next question because I really wanted to ask you um, what effect COVID has had on the property market already, like as, as at now. Yeah, so at the moment it's pretty stable. Um, and the reason being is that unlike other types of investment um, assets that when it comes to property, it's driven by three things. It's driven by demand, supply and it's also driven by interest rates so at the moment interest rates are the lowest they've ever been and i don't see that going up anytime soon okay supply people are holding back to list their properties because they're a bit unsure so it's our consumer confidence that we need to start to see some stimulation in the market for us to start sort of start to feel like it's a good time um, to sell um, and also with supply and demand it's it's the immigration and migration that we need to drive that for the market so when I made the comparison about the investment type the thing about property that makes it so different to your stock market is that stocks are purchased based on investment whereas houses are an essential part of living so we all need a roof over our heads. So the main driver of house prices is actually our, um, our primary place of residence. So the place that we, our actual family home. So owner occupiers drive house price um, up. And because of that, we know that um, owner occupiers only move about every seven years. So that's what makes our market just so stable. At the end of the day, we have owner occupiers. That's a necessity for that asset. They're living in it for seven years or so. So moving around and shifting and buying and selling those assets off will only be applicable to those who are investing. And it's not the majority who holds those assets. So the entire market is driven by um, our owner occupiers and it's what makes it so stable. Yeah, that makes sense as well. Thank you. Um, so you touched on interest rates. We've spoken about lenders, you know, with these um, deferred payment options at the moment. So what do you think interest rates are going to do after COVID-19? Oh, well, if I had a crystal ball, I would be able to tell you. It's really hard to predict what's going to happen in the future. And it's important to note that we've had a medical pandemic and, or crisis turn into a financial and economic one. We have been so lucky that our um, financial institutions and our governments have been in such a strong position to be able to stimulate, to give us a break or reprieve 
Um, and just the fact that they've been able to do that is something that I think will save a lot of Australians moving into the near future. Um, but yeah, look, the fundamental triggers um, that the RBA look at when considering the cash rate are unemployment figures. So if they do rise, then yeah, we may have a little bit more to have to deal with in the near future. Um, but in saying that, I think they're all be pulling, I know the Property Council um, have been sitting down and, and having some really honest um, conversations with the government as well to ensure that they are stimulating the economy um, in the right way and, and the market in the right way so that we can um, start seeing a period of, of saving and stimulus to try and get more activity going and then be able to then move into a period where we have to pay it all back. So, yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and you're right, no one's got the crystal ball. It's um and it's something that our, our country, you know, as much as there's been recessions in the past and, you know, many years ago, I don't think anyone could even predict what's going to happen right now because it's just such an unknown. It's not like it's it's not a rinse and repeat. It's not something that we've been through before. So and I guess, you know, as time goes on and and you know, month by month and restrictions start to be lifted. It, it will start to show signs, I think, and, and start to give us little indications of, of what's coming. But um, you're right, no one's got the crystal ball and it, it must be so hard in, in so many different industries for, for people to predict what what holds, um, you know, what's coming to us in the future. So, yeah, awesome. Right. awesome. Yeah. Look, some people have really struggled and my heart goes out to them, uh, those who have lost their business or or their employment is in, in question. Um, and also just not having the borders open. I know a lot of people have been affected, um, different industries, travel industry, even the education sector, higher education sector um, has been really hard hit. So I, I do believe that there's going to be a lot of push um, from those different sectors to get Australia up and running again as fast as they possibly can. Definitely, definitely. I agree with you there. I think um, our country's proven that, you know, the numbers are quite good and, you know, obviously um, there's it's becoming more of an economy side of, of, of things than, than the health side, I guess. Um, and, yeah, I'd, I'd hate to be the ones making the, deci the decisions and, and trying to, you know, forge our way through what's what's coming and, and where we've been and, and where we need to go financially as a country. So, yeah. yeah. And I was talking to... Um, uh, a, a medical professional who a doctor who lives near me um just on the weekend actually and she even said that they do believe that the strain here in australia must be very different to what's going on and spreading around the world because um they're not just not seeing the mortality the mortality rates that are the same as overseas but yeah. it's saying that they are really honestly making it up as they go along yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, I think there's been, you know, numerous reports across the media um, in, you know, different cases and, and what they're doing in different countries and, you know, the results and, you know, little different um, types of things that are coming forward in the, in the medical space across this, this COVID-19. So, yeah, I, it's really watched this space in, in a lot of things and a lot of locations. And 
like you said before, we don't have the crystal ball and, and it applies to everything. So, yeah. Cool. Adriana, thank you so much uh, for being here today and chatting to us about everything that is property and investment. Um, I think that um, our listeners would have gotten some value out of this and I really appreciate your time and in explaining a couple of things that are happening in, in your world at the moment and hopefully this has helped someone else understand the property market and um, yeah, thank you so much. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, I'd yeah, love to to educate anyone who wants to learn more. So thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to Biz Nation, your home for micro and small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website at biznation.com.au. Tune in for future episodes where we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. Until next time, stay safe and stay well. Music